Welcome to the Shark Bite Show, where we dive into the stories of our members, coaches, friends, and family of Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition. All right, let's roll. Okay, guys, uh, today I am with Ryan Peterson. Uh, he's one of our members here at Shark Bite Cape Coral. Uh, he's by far the most committed member of our 6.30 <laughs> p.m. class. By far. Um, he's a Navy vet, uh, and he once actually brought the entire gym to his knees uh, by performing a muscle-up. So, um, that's Which sa- is really your fault. That sounds like a joke. It's totally real. It actually happened. Um, so we're going to dive into this. Ryan, right. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time after a long Monday of work. Thanks yeah. for having me. Um, so let's start off with, you know, who are you? Uh, what got you interested in fitness? How, how did you end up here at Shark Bite? Okay. Um, I've been kind of in fitness for a while. I used to do a lot of long distance stuff like running and adventure races and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like cross forward adventure racing and stuff like that. But I've never been into weightlifting until I got here. Um, before I moved down here in like 2012, 2013, I was running about 25 miles a week training to do like half marathons and marathons with uh, a goal which I had given up because I recently learned I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> Took you that long to figure that out? <laughs> yeah. So when I, when I moved down here, I just, I was taking over a failing branch for our company and it took all my time. So I didn't do anything from like 2013 to when I got here. So I went from being in really good shape to losing all my cardio, um, grabbing a dad bod and rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, I actually walked into a, a CrossFit box somewhere in like 2015, 2016. Um, and you know, People were doing handstands, walking on their hands around the gym, and I was like, hmm, yeah, probably not ready for that yet. <laughs> um, so it probably wasn't a really good intro, but then I, I saw you guys on Facebook, and I'm like, I, I got time now, I just, I got to do it, you know. There isn't any more getting in shape to go get in shape. So I came in here, um, did the no sweat walkthrough, um, I can't remember, I think it, did I do it with you? I think it was Brad. Yeah, it was Brad. Brad yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I did my intro and all that stuff with Brad, uh, and it just, you know, uh, I think it's a combination of um, the high intensity of CrossFit mm-hmm. with the community that you guys have built here, and it just clicked. Cool. Um, and I love it. Awesome. So that's awesome. it in a nutshell. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I, I think when we, um, we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but like, if we ask all the coaches who like one of their favorite people here is, you're at the top of that list, <laughs> pretty much everybody, yeah. Um, what was it like uh, at the beginning? What was it like? So you did your nose run into with Brad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you decided to sign up. Like, what happened next? What was that like? Um, you, you know, you get into it, and you know, you got you got people on all ends. You know, I'm sitting there in my first couple classes, and I'm in a class with Tyler. I didn't know it was Tyler at the time, and I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's in really good shape. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, um, and and I just didn't have the cardio at all, you know, and and you build it up over time. Um, But the thing is, is is even being the new guy in the class, everybody was just like super exciting. You know, it's not like, hey, he's a new guy, he'll be gone in a week or, you know, that type of thing. It was like, you're you're part of it. Um, And, you know, you just, you want to continue to push and, and do better, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was just constant, constant. You feel like you're getting better. You feel like you're getting better, you know, and, and then you start to get to a point where you're doing like the same workouts. You get long enough along where you're comparing workouts to where you were before and weights that you lifted and where you are now. Um, and that was just, that's like super fulfilling for me to, 
to go in there and know that I've done this workout like three times in, in you advance and get better, you get faster, you get stronger, um, you know, and, and stuff like that. And then to see, you know, the actual quantifiable medical results when I go get a, you know, when I go get a, uh, a blood test or something like that, and my blood tests now are perfect or they weren't. Yeah, that's that, like, that one's really cool. We're going to yeah. talk about that in a minute. But that feeling of, like, of progress, mm -hmm. right, that, that, like, accomplishment of goals. That's a cool feeling, right? Yeah. What's the, you know, the workout we do with all the rowing and burpees? Mm -hmm. It's like alternating. I hate that workout so much. <laughs> man, do I love doing it to see if I got better than last time. Yeah. Like I'll add one burpee each round, you know, or, or yeah. one calorie each round. Yeah. And see if I can maintain that the whole time. Yeah, or like Cali Bear. Yeah, Cali Bear. Let's not talk about Cali Bear. <laughs> Cali Bear's a lot of weightlifting. I, I'm not I'm mediocre at best at weightlifting, and that's a lot of weightlifting. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually a little jealous of you, right? Because my first couple of years doing like CrossFit functional fitness stuff, um, I didn't have any like tracking, you know? So I always, I know what I, I, I remember, I think what I looked like and felt like, <laughs> but I really wish I had something to compare it to now, you know? Right. Cause I even, I just compared it to like three or four years ago and how different it is. I tried to imagine nine years ago what that would have been like. Yeah. Right. Oh, I had to compare day one to now. Yeah. When I was doing, when I was trying to do kicking uh, pull-ups instead of kipping pull-ups uh -huh. nobody knew any better it <laughs> <laughs> was a really good time <laughs> do you remember doing the uh, the baseline workout the one the rowing push-ups rowing push-ups sit-ups and squats yeah yeah I, we're gonna do that again real soon because I can't wait to Boy, see I can't wait. <laughs> um, okay cool so uh, you were in the military mm -hmm. right uh, the Navy yep yeah so talk to me about that what you did what that was like Okay. Um, you know, I'd like to say, I mean, I just, you know, I jumped into it um, to say, well, I wanted to serve my country. And, 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 and it's not that, it's not all that. Um, but my parents were going through like, in like a crazy nasty divorce and all that stuff and grew up in a little town up in Minnesota. And I, and I just, you know, one day when I was a senior, I was like, man, I'm, I'm at a tipping point. Um, I can stay here and go to like 13th grade. You know, the college, local, yeah. yeah, the local community college, um, or I, I need to just get the hell out of here, mm -hmm. you know, get away from my friends that are bad influences, you know, cause I was, I was more of a partier and than a book kid in, <laughs> in high school. Um, and my, you know, parents kind of dragged me down. I just, so I just went into the Navy recruiter and said, when are you going to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You know, you know, and I know at the time, you know, at the time I was a fairly smart kid. I was just under applied, so uh, I went in and took all the testing and all that stuff. And I was, I was actually going for the nuclear program and didn't quite hit the mark. Mm -hmm. um, um, but got accepted into working on gas turbines, um, which you can go airframe or or, or main propulsion. I went main propulsion, um, working on big G um, gas turbines. So joined the Navy, um, did well. You know, did really well in boot camp, went through A school and all that stuff, and, and we got to pick orders based on where we were at in our class. And a couple of us were like, oh, man, let's just dive in. Let's go to Japan, right? So came time to pick orders, and I checked it out. I was like, hell no, I'm not going to Japan. <laughs> you know, I'm like this six-foot-two tall white kid, and I'm going to go there and beat Godzilla over in Japan. There's these other four-foot-ten people over there. So. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I'm not going to. So I, I picked a ship out of... Um, uh, Mayport, Mississippi. There's a brand new ship. I was, I'm a plank owner on it, which means when they decom that ship, I get a piece of it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it's a big, in the Navy it's a big deal. I got this big plaque, I got, you know, some honor stuff for it and all that. And Is that what the tattoo's for? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, plane going around that, they ship me all over the country doing stuff, waiting for the ship to be built. Mm -hmm. So I got to go to shipboard security school and get shot with paintballs and um, they gassed me as many times as they could with CS gas. I went to a ton of firefighting schools and all that stuff. So I was like, you know, one of the most educated E3s come out of, you know, <laughs> as an E3. Like, like all that education for nothing. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I did my tour at the Vicksburg, um, was over in Bosnia, did a lot of anti-drug stuff down in the Caribbean. Um, which is really fun because you get to work with the Coast Guard and you get to blow up people that nobody cares about, uh, <laughs> drug runners. So, um, and then met my wife and figured, and, and I could see from the people around me that uh, being married and being gone about 280 days a year, probably not so good for the married life thing. So Any, made, any military member can confirm that? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So made a conscious decision and got out. Cool. Um, and... Went in with shorts, t-shirt, and flip-flops and got my first job as in uh, the fire protection industry that I'm in now. So, That's cool. How long ago was that? Uh, 1995. Uh, so, you, so you've been in, in fire protection that whole time? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's yeah. a, that, that explains a lot about where you're at right now, right? Yeah. So yeah. so now you work for Wayne, right? Yeah. Wayne Automatic Sprinklers? Fire Sprinklers. Fire Sprinklers. So yeah. what, is, what is your position there? Uh, I'm the branch manager uh, for Fort Myers, cool. um, which I've got 80 employees and I manage the day-to-day -day operations for fire sprinklers, uh, fire alarms, service, uh, underground, um, monitoring of firefighting or fire systems, mm -hmm. so fire alarm monitoring and all that stuff. Um, and I also hold the fire alarm license for our company, uh, our whole company in Florida. Um, and I've got... Um, my sprinkler license, class one license in here in Florida, Mississippi, and Alabama. Cool. So you have your afternoon to work up there? Mm hmm Nice. Yeah. Yep. So and I've been with them since 1998. So it's been a while. That, man, that's awesome. It's like, uh, that's like a clear example of like sticking with something you're, you're good at and just continually getting better at it. Yeah. I, I've held six or seven different positions with them. Mm -hmm. uh, I started in Jacksonville and then I spent some time in the corporate office and then moved down here in 2013. So, and I've moved, I changed this company. The, the branch here, um, which I said earlier, was a family branch from like a one or two million dollar a year branch to sixteen million a year. Man, that's awesome. So, that, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Uh, when people ask me like, well, what what did you learn in the military? I, I was in the infantry. You know, mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with your uh, work specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like that. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's the the ability to be like resilient and and uh, try tactics that maybe didn't seem normal to everybody else. Your, your willingness to apply your rigorous training into like something totally different now, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And really what I do is I just, I get rid of people's roadblocks. Mm -hmm. I get rid of excuses to... And, and just make it where the other 79 people that I've got on my team are able to do what they do... Well. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I just get rid of all the excuses. I, I just... I'm a glorified snowplow. <laughs> <you know, laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Like, a, like a circle closer, right? Yeah. 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 Um, you and I have talked about this a bunch in like private, you know, about like leadership and, and management and, um, and like taking care of the people who work for you, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know that I've always uh, appreciated the way it seems that you take care of your employees. You know, it's, I, I don't know that that's super common nowadays. Yeah, probably, yeah. I don't think it is. No, I, I don't think so either. You know, the, the idea that like leadership is uh, forceful direction, you mm -hmm. know, like that, that's kind of, I think, the pervading thought at the moment. 
Um, and I know that like, I, I really appreciate having like another kindred spirit who thinks, you know, if I take care of my people, they're going to take care of their people, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to get you in trouble, so we'll talk about that too much more. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just, you know, I always, I wasn't always that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something I've realized over maturing and, you know, I, I ran off the first people I managed because I tried to manage them like I was in the Navy, mm -hmm. you know, um, like they were on a ship they couldn't get off of. Um, turns out they're not a captive audience. They can't quit and find other jobs. Yeah. I had, I had, I had the <laughs> exact same experience right. getting out of the Army and just assuming it was completely okay to scream at everybody. Right. That was not okay. You yeah. know? But sometimes, but, you know, I got into the right company and realized how I was being treated and how that made me feel. That if I if I if I turn around and use that mentality in in you know the way that Wayne Automatic is and you and take care of those people you know and I mean customer employee you know it's a close first second um, and and I kind of put the employee first because a byproduct of really happy employees are happy customers right which is what everybody's looking for that's exactly what we talk about right is you know if you take care of your employees they will take care of the customers mm -hmm. right? yeah um, and they take care of you yeah right and that part's yeah. cool too we okay. don't work in a vacuum yeah the so that that just shows that you had you know pretty good mentorship and leadership right mm -hmm. yeah to, to be able to kind of mimic those those habits and, and learn from them yeah yeah um, I, I think they really say that you learn just as much from a poor leader as you do from a good one mm -hmm. you know about how you want to be a leader yeah, I, I can confirm that from the army. Yeah, yeah. Some of those lessons are stronger than the ones you even get from good leaders. Totally. I don't want to be like that guy. Man, those stick out like a beacon. No, they do. Yeah. Um, so you got like a, a pretty in-depth injury history. I do. Right, but before from before you came here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's hear about it. Let's hear about all okay. of them. Let's hear about a bunch of them. Let's talk about what it's like working out with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm. You know, I don't know that I'm. I'm. Well, maybe I'm a little clumsy, um, but I'm not real careful. Mm -hmm. You know, I will just, I will go in head first. Um, and that's how I ended up with uh, one of my fingers turned sideways and pushed past one of the knuckles when I slid into second base underneath some guy's foot. And my, my uh, ring finger got dislocated and pushed down past the knuckle. Um, that was, you know, that's a perfect example of going in head first. Um, and since I'm not, I'm sort of clumsy and, and not real careful, I decided to take up amateur motorcycle racing. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. So, you know, why not? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's kind of like if you're going to use fireworks, you might as well drink. Um, you know? No, disclaimer, we're not saying that. <laughs> but if, you, but if, you're, if you're clumsy and not careful, why not go 200 miles an hour on a motorcycle? Right, right. So, right. I, I, you know, and I didn't, I didn't just, like I said, I, I jump in both feet. So I went... Instead of easing into like 600s and smaller bikes, um, I went right into unlimited horsepower bikes. 1,000cc, um, uh, 180 horsepower, you know, dragging your knee at Daytona or Road Atlanta and stuff like that. Um, so I got, like a perfect example, I raced uh, three races every weekend that I raced. What? Um, and I, the one weekend I, I crashed the first race. I was, in, I was able to get the bike back together enough to race it again, so I won the second race, um, and the bike was still holding itself together with zip ties and everything else, and then I went ahead and crashed it on the third race. So, that's a perfect example um, of, of, and then from that I got uh, 
I got a broken collarbone on this side, which they didn't. At the time, they didn't plate it, so it healed funny, mm -hmm. like overlapping. Um, and then on this side, uh, I separated my AC joint bad enough that they drilled a hole through three bones and ran a cable through it and did what they call a tightrope. Okay. Um, which they put a plate on both sides of the cable and then they pull all the bones back together. So that cable is still in there and all that. Um, and then I smashed my foot. Uh, so I had to have surgery in two spots on my foot. To push the bones back together in there and rearrange some tendons and then I got a torn meniscus in my right knee. Um, I think and I think that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what's what's it like been trying to work out like that? Because I know a lot of people will tell us like, you know, I hurt my shoulder or I hurt mm -hmm. my knee or hurt something. I'll say I can't work out. Right. Yeah. Um well at, at first I was super tentative about it. Mm -hmm. Um just because, you know, like with the gymnastic stuff, which by the way is like one of my most, my favorite thing to do here. Um, and hanging off that bar and, and doing the stuff we do, swinging around a lot and putting a lot of strain on that. I was really worried that, you know, especially the one with the hardware would bother me. Um, so I took, it, I took it pretty easy. And, and listen to the coaches, build up your strength, you know, um, a little bit first before you really start going crazy with it. And I did that, followed and you know, followed the the recommendations and now I mean it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so um when I do start to feel it a little bit, I don't know that I'm feeling that as much as maybe just the strain of some of some of the new movements. You know, like like right now I'm working on, on ring muscle ups. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and like I said on there I got like ninety eight percent of one with Chris's help. <laughs> um but I could feel it. You know, so now I'm, I'm, I backed off of just kind of swinging into it and working on some of the ring dips and some of the auxiliary movements to, the, to help build that up. Mm. Um, and as far as the foot and the knee and stuff like that, you, you know, I feel it, um, but I don't work around it. Um, I don't I really haven't had to have any big, you know, injury issues. Like I think one time when you're teaching class, I, my my hip flexor remember that one time got got a little bit out of, out of unhappy, um, but other than you know other than that the, the injuries really haven't haven't slowed me down. So. That's cool to hear, right? Because you'll you'll hear pretty frequently somebody has an injury at some point, mm -hmm. and they'll they'll kind of carry that like a uh, a significant burden that stops them from doing so many other things. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. um, I broke my foot when I was in Iraq, and I remember being told like you shouldn't walk upstairs anymore. I was like, what? At the time, I was like 23. <laughs> I'm just never going to walk upstairs the rest of my life. Right. And that's completely unrealistic. You know, and then now, uh, we're jumping on 40-inch boxes. So. Exactly, yeah. Well, I, you know, and I'm, I mean, everybody's got different injuries. And, and, you know, Mine are what they are. Um, but am I, I'm, you know, and I'm gonna say, I don't want it to come across saying that I think people use it as an excuse, but I think sometimes it might be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I would say to any, anybody that has an injury, the just be just go into it being aware that it's there, mm -hmm. you know, and and maybe use it as a as a goal to you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna work on this and I'm gonna overcome that injury. Mm -hmm. You know, our bodies are amazing things, right? You know, they heal their way around stuff so that they that focus is is working the way that they did before the injury. Right. You know, I heard somebody say one time that like seventy year olds don't forget how to jump. Right. Right. They can't jump anymore because they haven't jumped in 40 years. Yeah. You know? The idea is, like, if you have an injury that's holding you back, who's to say that, you know, we couldn't work around that? 
you know, we, we couldn't help you uh, build up the necessary strength and mobility to do the thing you think you can't do anymore. Right. Or to, or to do at least some version of it that makes you happy, you know? Yeah, don't shut yourself off. Right, right. Yeah. It's, uh, when Josh, when I had Josh on the show, we, we talked about the, um, the idea of, you know, just quality of life improvement that comes from being able to do things, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and in my previous career in the medical field, we would talk to people and they would say, I hurt my shoulder when I was 12. And because of that, I haven't put my arm above my head in 30 years, you know? Right. And you think about the, the amount of things that person has missed out on because they either they didn't understand what they were being told or they were told something that's maybe was thought to be correct at the time and is not correct anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. And just how, how much higher their quality of life would have been, how many things they could have participated in if they could have found some people that could have helped them do things like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I'm cool. It's cool to hear that you don't, because your your shoulders are built like cyborg shoulders now. So <laughs> it's cool just to see you out there doing like muscle ups and toes to bars and stuff. You know? uh, it's you know um, doing stuff. I would, you know, a year ago or a year and a half ago, never even thought that um, I would be able to get back into in the weightlifting or even been interested in. Because I've you know I've tried to go to the gym and stuff before, and I've just never been interested in, in weightlifting. Uh -huh. um, but now when we have a workout. You know, we'll have, like today we've got one that's a lot of cardio and stuff like that. Um, I'm, you know, and, and that's kind of my background. I go, I like, I enjoy the weightlifting part of it now because it's, it's all, it's like brand new. Yeah, right. You know, the other stuff is, is still fun, but it's stuff I have more experience and stuff with. Well, it's like what you just said. I, that's one of the things I like about it, right? Is because there's so many things you can try to work on, mm -hmm. you know, and like you don't ever master it. And if you do, you're lying to yourself because <laughs> we can always find a way to turn the intensity up a little mm -hmm. bit but I, I like going through waves of like okay I'm going to work on gymnastics for a little bit you know okay I'm going to not worry about the other stuff so much okay now I'm done working on gymnastics I'm going to try to lift some more weight you know mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm done with weightlifting for a little bit now I'm going to try to beat people like Bailey and Burpees you know? <laughs> I, like, I'm going to lose that fight you're built wrong for this <laughs> yeah. I'm marathoner's body right now <laughs> uh, but you, you can kind of like continually stay engaged you mm -hmm. know because you, you're changing what you're working on yeah and I, it's you know you guys do goal reviews with the coaches mm -hmm. like i'll do a goal review with the coaches like i'll be the the reviewee where they're asking me what do you want and then i'll have crystal and chris and jim tell me okay we'll stop worrying about the weights on the barbell you know? yeah okay cool good point I'll, I'll focus on more burpees without stopping now thanks a lot yeah well yeah. And, and two your body you know after after working out four or five days a week at the end of the week, your body's telling you that I don't want to work on this today. Mm -hmm. You know, so you pick a different part of the workout to focus on. You know, man, we did squats, you know, like overhead squats on Saturday. Um, and oh, by the way, we're going to do them again on Tuesday or, you know, <laughs> and something like that. You know, you, your legs might be squatted out mm -hmm. by the end of the week. And you might have like back squats or something that's using your legs at the end of the week. But you'll have another part of the workout. You know, you can scale one part of it, but then go hard on something else. You know? There's never a workout that you're like, you know, you know I'm out. Yeah, right, right. Because you, you can know? always modify around. There's always a part of it. And that's a cool thing that, that I don't, you know, when I talk to people about CrossFit, they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, you don't understand. You don't have to, you, you know, there's nothing that says you got to go into the, into this and, and do, a, you know, a 205 squat from mm -hmm. um, your first day, you know. And if you do, I'm, I'm. I'm crazy impressed and I'm a little afraid of you because right. that's, that's not but, supposed to be possible. But you can, you can scale that down to using the training bar with, with, with the, uh, the plywood training weights, mm -hmm. you know? And, it, and you can get a great workout in. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, a lot of guys that look at it like, like I did, you know, a few years ago, like, like I, you know, I can't do that. 
Well, no shit, you can't do that. You're walking in the first day. Right, right. Yeah. That's a really common one we hear is like, I need to get in shape before I come in. Uh, I have so many of my friends that are like that. <laughs> You're like, man, that's the point. Right. You don't go eat dinner before you go out to dinner, right? Like, right. That's, yeah. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just sent somebody to, today that I'm trying to get them going, and, and I sent them two links today. Because they're just dead set they're not going to do something like this until they're in shape. <laughs> so I gave them something like Couch to 5K. And I gave him 25 different uh, body weight workouts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, pretty sure you can't hurt yourself on that. I mean, I know you probably can, but, you know, it's safe to say that maybe I can push start them into doing something, something more than what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Then maybe get into CrossFit. Well, because, like, understandably, it's kind of scary, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality is it's, like, super fun. Mm-hmm. And and once you start doing a fun thing, you're like, I'd like to keep doing that fun thing. Yeah. You, know, you just have to get to the point where you realize, like, oh, okay, this is fun. Yeah, and yeah. it's such a controlled environment, mm-hmm. you know, because you go in there and, and you start to arch around your back doing deadlifts, the coach is going to be on you before you hurt yourself. Yeah, and that's perfect. Yeah, uh, we did a training, we had a staff meeting the other night, and um, Chris was, Coach Chris was teaching over at squats. Uh, now see why he chose that movement. <laughs> uh, and he, we're using the PVC pipe, and I'm, I'm at the bottom of the squat, and uh, he's like, trying to get me to fix my shoulders. I'm like, Dude, I'm trying. <laughs> and rather than like leave me in a crap position, he's like, no, no, no. He put me out in front of kind of all the other coaches. He's like, guys, we're gonna fix this right now. Like, no, uh-huh. Nick, come on back. We're gonna di- we're gonna dive through this so we can all see what it looks like when you see a big dude who's super immobile and what it looks like when he messes these up. You uh-huh. know? And if you don't have mobility, the PVC pipe is the most frustrating thing, right? Because it's like you need a little bit of weight to to. Help with the mobility. Well, it never helps because you see something half your size doing <laughs> just fine. You know, yeah. You're like I should be able to do that. Yeah. Why, why can't I do that? Some of, some of the people here are like made out of rubber too. Yeah, it's totally true. Yeah. End up with like half the girls in the class <laughs> doing triple your weight. Oh yeah, and uh, you watch the arm mobility for cleans and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's my that's my ten year goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So you've been working with Katie our mm-hmm. nutrition director for a little over a year now, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah? yeah. Um, what's it been like working with a nutrition coach? So not, not a fitness coach, but a nutrition coach, mm-hmm. right? And what's it like having her kind of like in your corner and taking part in that? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's when I first got into it, um, I was super skeptical, mm-hmm. you know, because I, 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 I eat pretty decent anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it, or so I thought. Okay. Until you start putting it in and tracking it. Yeah, right. And then you find out that, you know, that maybe you're eating the right foods, you know? Because, you know, I like Korean. I like, I'm not a picky eater, you know? I eat all the vegetables. I eat all the, you know, proteins and the grains. And there's very little I don't like. Uh-huh. Um, but when you start to when you start to try to eat for performance, and then, you know, and then also temper it where, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be eating tofu three times a day and you know it still enjoy the food uh-huh. you can do that um but it, at first it was super challenging because i'm like man i'm just like way off you know macros all over the place they're different every day and, and, and so there's a lot of focus on just figuring out where we need to be with this you know and, and you know we, we meet every month but we talk all the time didn't have to wait to meet to, to make some small changes here and there. Um, so at first it was pretty intense. You know, there's a lot there's, there's a lot of hard focus on, on on building that base. And then from there, and that took probably 
that had to take six months at least um, to get it where I felt like we had the base. And then we started making some small adjustments based on performance, mm -hmm. you know, um, with, with and, and now we're making like a little tangy, you know, like the, the last one we just did because um, my, my body fat started to go up a little bit, even with the intensity. So we dropped my fat down and, and now, I'm, you know, I know exactly where I'm at as far as, you know, my macros and, and all that stuff. I could probably recite them off the top of my head, but, um, you know, we track those all the time. And, and like, you know, Katie checked in with me yesterday morning, or actually this morning. Um, and I've been a little bit off my consistency lately just because of the whole work at home and food yeah. prep, you know, I'm prepping. Changing up constantly. Yeah, you know, and she got me into doing food prep, you know, where my, my wife and I get together on Sundays and we do food prep for the entire week, you know, and, and working from home and working from the office and back and forth and not knowing where I'm going to be has kind of changed that up a little bit. Um, but it's it's so cool to have somebody that's, that's that has the, you know, the knowledge of, you know, you, if, you know if you're eating for performance, you have to eat one. You know, and I was probably, you know, and I was trying to work out at first, when I first met Katie, I was probably eating 12, 1300 calories a day, you know, yeah. but I'm going from a diet of pretty sedentary, you know, of get up, go to work, go home, rinse and repeat, mm -hmm. you know, go fishing on the weekend, have a few <laughs> beers, you know, that type of thing. And it's, and it's now it's um, 2700 calories a day. You know, I'm over 200 grams of carbs, I'm over 200 grams of protein, and whatever's left is in fat. And people would find that crazy if they didn't yeah. know that, right? Yeah. Right. So when you when you guys started dialing in your, your nutritional habits, after you got to what you felt like was a comfortable base, right? Mm -hmm. And you started dialing in, you started changing things. I'm, I know the plans we follow. I'm sure the protein went up, the carbs mm -hmm. went up. What did you start to notice in your performance when that happened? Um, well, one, you know, I, when I came to the gym, I was probably 182 pounds. Mm. Um, I gained 10 pounds, and my body fat is really close to what it was when I started. So that's awesome. the only thing it could be is muscle. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a lot of the protein. Um, and then I would notice on some of these longer longer uh, chip workouts and, and stuff like, like that. That's a longer high intensity stuff, especially the stuff we've done the last couple of weeks ramping up. Mm -hmm. um, you would feel if my carbs were low, I could feel it. Mm -hmm. um, so we started dialing that in, um, and I think we went back then. We went from like twenty four hundred up to like twenty six hundred, and now I'm at twenty seven hundred. <coughs> and I think I'm really close to where I need to be. So then we started working on, on some micro stuff. You know, at what point of the day, or in my fueling? You know, like I would eat breakfast. You know, my breakfast is a thousand calories, and I eat lunch. My my lunch is like seven or eight hundred calories. But then, what are you eating? In the window that's going to uh, metabolize for your workout. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you planning and what are you doing there? So literally like prepping to perform. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, you know, I'd have a, a PB&J. Mm -hmm. That wasn't working. The fat, you know, in my stomach, no bueno. Pretty off. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, my gut wasn't right, you know. Okay. And, you know, if, if you're picking something up and you're worried you're going to hit for the bathroom. <laughs> Never trust a fart on deadlift. Anymore. Right. Yeah. So we figured out that it's that it's better with mostly carbs. You know, stuff that was easily digestible, and like not a banana, but like an apple. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and that got me into more um, some of the stuff from Driven with using the Glyco Drive um, and Amino, and doing it 
through that in my water bottle and then in an, in an apple before my workout. Um, and that was, that, that made a huge difference. You know, it felt like I get, I had a hundred percent of my energy that I needed for that, that workout. I didn't feel a drop off for anything anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes some vitamin supplements and stuff like that. And we worked on timing those out and I, and I started to notice that if I, I take those about an hour before I do the fueling for the, my workout every day, that made a huge difference. You know, because yeah. then, then you had your, you know, the stuff from your vitamin supplements and all that stuff in you too. And that, that shows, right, like, you're over a year into this now, mm-hmm. right? And the results are, are drastic, right? Oh, we've, yeah. We've all been kind of tricked into believing that stuff happens in, like, three weeks. You right. Know? Like, it, it, we've been, like, Instagrammed mm-hmm. to believe that, like, massive change will happen overnight as long as you work really hard and never eat again. Yeah. You know, and, uh, like, that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Like you, you talked about the uh, tracking your food and how important that was, right? That was the first yeah. thing I did. When we, when we were creating our nutrition program and I was the test dummy for most of it behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the first and by far most important thing was just writing down what I was eating. Yeah. You know, and being aware that on some days I ate 900 calories and on some days I ate 5,000 calories. And I was not aware of that as it was going on because I was like, man, I got a medical degree. I know what to eat. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, and then now you're you're layered, 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 and you're you're talking about literally timing out supplements mm-hmm. to get your best result from them. Right, like that's awesome. And then the recovery, mm-hmm. you know, because your recovery, you're you're prepping for the next workout starts with what you eat after your workout. Mm-hmm. You know, because if, if if I were to you know, because my schedule is I, I'm usually here for the six thirty class, which means I get home, you know, um, about eight. So uh, first thing I normally do is is, is whatever's for dinner, mm-hmm. um, but I always have uh, one scoop of protein when like I get right home. Yeah. yeah, you know whether I whether I start it here or when I go, you know, and then um, the aminos before help me with the muscle soreness. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I almost quit because one of the things Katie and I had to work through was I had crazy muscle soreness. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where my 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 forearms and stuff were hurting so bad that I couldn't pick up my five pound protein supplement with one hand. Oh man. I mean, my, they were like on fire. So, you know, we worked specifically on that and it turned out, um, using the curcumin extract for anti, for anti-inflammatory anti-inflammatory stuff, Mm -hmm. the BCAAs that are in the aminos and and adjusting that. Um, and we, we knocked it out in about three weeks. Oh, it's awesome, man. And I, and I wouldn't have been able to do that without, without Katie on the house. Because, like, supplements and nutrition are, are intentionally confusing. You know, they, like, the, the entire industry is made to confuse you so that you just buy a lot. Right. right. That's, like, I don't know what to do. I go into a certain supplement store. Somebody tells me I need 47 things. And mm-hmm. I go, I don't know any better. Sure, why not? You know? Right. That's, that's one of the benefits of having an expert. You'd be like, no, stop, stop. Just give it. Somebody that's on your side. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because you, know? you can walk in and get a ton of advice from the guy at GNC. Mm-hmm. You, know? you said he's the, <laughs> he's the used car dealer. Mm-hmm. He's trying to sell you everything he's got in there, and he doesn't, you know, he's... He probably goes to gym and works out, but he's he's not trained in it, probably. Right, right. I know I'm not saying maybe he is. I don't know. Um, but my experience at, at, at those places is never going to get... I've spent a lot of money and I don't continue to go back there. So I think that's the model. <laughs> yeah. That's on purpose. Right. Um, but when you, when you have somebody that's a professional that's on your side, you know, that, that is truly vested in your performance, mm-hmm. you know, because it didn't work, I wouldn't do it. Right. You know, 
in, in you know, like you said, I've been doing it for over a year. You know, you could that you could say, that, well, you know, maybe I'm at a at a point and I have enough self knowledge that maybe I could do it on my own. You know, and track my foods and all that stuff. But you know, um, I think it'd be naive to think that you know, now all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm it's as good as it's going to get. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's it's probably not. You know, and, and I'm not getting any younger. Things continue to change, and. You know, for for the little bit that it costs, it, the accountability is a big deal. A big deal, right? I know, like for me, we'll we'll change up how I eat depending on are we in shark season or not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, out of shark season, I'm eating a lot more pizza. You know? <laughs> inside inside of our four or five months shark, shark season, I'm eating a whole lot better. Right. You know, um, and maybe I can do that on my own, but I'd way rather have somebody else help me with it. Oh, I do. I do the same thing. I train and. and and eat differently when there's comp on the calendar. Comp's coming up, right? Yeah. Right. And competitions, exactly. Yeah. 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 I noticed that the first big one that I did as far as prepping for was bloodline. Um, in man, it felt great. So much better. Right? Oh yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Cool. So, you know, we're we're doing the shark bite intramural open. Mm-hmm. Right. That's our our four team thing, and uh, you were recently chosen over one of the captains. Yes. Yeah. I uh, I put out talk to the coaches that we needed to pick some good captains. I needed nominations, mm-hmm. and you were literally unanimous. Yeah, <laughs> you you you. We've never had this happen before. All of, all the people we wanted, we got right away. Nice. But you were unanimous selection. Uh, what's your team name? Uh, Cirque de Sore Legs. That's <laughs> fantastic. It does. <laughs> what uh? What would you tell someone if you wanted them to be on your team? Or what what are you looking for in, in players? Because we have our draft in a couple days. Right. Yeah. Um, well, you know. I, I don't want to, I'll, I'm going to take it at a super high level because um, looking at the rest of our team captains, um, they're probably going to be looking towards me for direction. Um, <laughs> and I really don't want to give them too much information. Um, super nice people, um, but they're going to have to figure some of this stuff out on their own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a great honor. <laughs> uh, no, I just, you know, I'm. Um, we're gonna have a fun time, yeah. you know. I'm gonna try to keep the energy. I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna keep the energy high. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Um, we're gonna talk a lot of trash. Yeah. You noticed. Um, coming for you, banana slow. <laughs> pretty slow, so it won't be hard. <coughs> we'll have the, uh, the bearded hair feet step on it. That's all. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and then Breakfast Club's gonna be in busy eating donuts. So I don't even see what we're doing. So. Um, but no, we're just, you know, we're going to keep the energy level high. We're going to, you know, have a lot of fun. Um, and, and you know, I just, it's going to be an awesome time no matter what. Because just because of the people we have here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, this is the thing I look forward to most all year long. You know, when um, I was around here, the last, you know, like, I mean, I think the Open had like two or three months after I first got here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and too much too soon. Yeah. You know? So I watched, and it looked like everybody's having a lot of fun. So I was really excited to... to um, to participate this year, um, and then super surprised when you asked me to be a, to be a captain. It was awesome. So yeah, it's it's so much fun because it's just like a bunch of weeks of like talking smack and getting mm-hmm. butts kicked and worked out. Because like everyone everyone gets their ass kicked and worked out. Uh, and then um, just like watching people do stuff that like they honestly thought they could never do. Right. But on Friday night lights, all of a sudden they'll get oh yeah yeah you know, their first muscle up or something, and the gym doesn't close down. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out, like I told you know, you and I talked about it, but I did book you to do um, a kipping pull-up class um, because, like I said earlier, I'm clumsy and, and really not well coordinated. 
Um, you taught me how to do that. And the progression of a kidney pull-up is a muscle-up. Henceforth, your fault. <laughs> here's all I know. You got a muscle-up. Two days later, the gym was shut down. Was it even that long? Maybe one day, maybe one day later, the gym was shut down. Uh, I know who to blame. It was you. It was not the coronavirus. It was you. Uh, and then when we came back, I got a muscle-up, and you got the coronavirus. Yeah, thanks a lot, friend. So you're awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so... If you were talking to somebody and they were like scared to come try working mm-hmm. out, like what, what would you tell them? What would, what would be your recommendation towards them? I would say, you know, do the, do, do the walkthrough, right? Do the walkthrough. Um, and then when you're doing the walkthrough, ask to talk to some of the people that are there. You know, ask them about what their experience is like. How, where did they come from? Mm-hmm. You know, 90% of us, you know, weren't like college athletes or, you know, or or anything that just kind of like it was like you know I'm not a college athlete anymore so I need to do something just like you know crazy physical it's it's, it's as physical as you want it to be mm-hmm. you know um, and, and you're not going to come in and, and just all of a sudden not fit in and and, and, and not have a good experience um, you know at, at least not here you know I, um, I would imagine that you know as awesome as this place maybe not every place is like this um, but you know, if it's not, go to a different one till you till you get the right vibe, you know. Because um, like I did, you know, I went through the no sweat walkthrough and they didn't get the right vibe, mm-hmm. you know. But so I, you know, I backed off and I came here, and and I did, you know. Um, but the when you add the the workout and, and the sense of community, you know, and and you get that you get that feeling of camaraderie, you know. You guys are, you know, depending on the workout. It, you know, some of them, you know, you get to where you're pushing yourself, they're tough. Yeah. You know, and, and you start off and you're all fresh, clean, ready to go. And then at the end of the workout, depend, you know, no matter who you are, um, you had a great time. And most of you, most of us are laying on the floor, catching our wind before you do a hundred, <laughs> hundred meter walk. And, and, and we love it, you know. Um, there's nothing to be scared of though. You know, because like I said earlier, you don't have to come in here and lift heavy weights until you're ready to. Right. You know, you can come in here and lift as light as you want. And, you know, there's some, some weights I can lift heavy now. And, and it doesn't mean I, I come in here and actually do that during a workout. You know, there's some days you come in and you're like, you know, I'm, I'm not lifting heavy today. You know, even if I could. And, and, and you know, we have the ability to do, to do that by scaling the workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason not to. You know, do something. Do something. Do something. That's, 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 it's not going to get better than that. Let's end it right there. Do okay. something. Ryan, thanks, bro. Yeah, I man. appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to do this again. Awesome. Thanks, bro. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Shark Bite Show. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Shark Bite Fitness and Nutrition or on our website at sharkbitefitness.com. If you'd like to find out more about our guests, their information will be in the show notes. If you'd like to talk to us about getting more fit, feel free to schedule a free no sweat intro at one of our locations in Cape Coral. Fort Myers or Naples, Florida.